What's up? What's up, everybody? It is stand-up Saturday for us here at the No Days Off Podcast Studio. Welcome, welcome. It is another episode, another weekend. We are here for you, sharing some comedy, sharing some fun. Let's get it. Well, pick me up with golden hands. This is one of our dad's favorite songs. This is Rusted Root. Send me on my way. Might have heard in some commercials, maybe like Enterprise or something like that. I think they were rocking with it a little bit. I seen these guys in concert when I was like seven years old. My dad dragged me some smoke in the air. Damn, love that stuff. Rusted Root, everybody. How's everyone doing today? This is Stand Up Saturday. It is Jake here with you today. Zach is not in sesh. He is closing on a house, and he has taken care of a bunch of paperwork and stuff. He has been so busy this past week, and he is just logging it down. we got a bunch of utilities and all stuff. I think they're actually signing right now at the moment and doing all that final stuff. So wishing him well there, but dude, it is Saturday. It is Stand Up Saturday. Looking forward to getting this party started. Uh, it is Jake and Lucy here. In case you didn't know, Lucy is my dog. Lucy's my my black colored cocker spaniel. She is a sweetheart. She runs around on the floor and chews at her toys while we're doing the podcast most days. So me and Lucy are here and love our Saturdays. Uh, later today, we've got a housewarming party for our friends Nick and Liv. And the challenging thing for me is I don't quite know exactly what to get them for a housewarming gift. I guess you could Google it. What are the best housewarming party presents to give, to get? I just don't know, man. Because, like, sometimes you could get them, like, a poster or a picture or whatever, and it just doesn't fit the feng shui. Like, I don't, I haven't seen what their house looks like. I was talking to her about, like, one of those carpets that you put around the toilet, like, to keep your feet warm while you're pooping. And she was kind of iffy on that. And I didn't really understand why, but I also suggested the nice, like, ruggy, thing that you put on top of the toilet seat like you can sit on there when you're putting your socks on or something like that and she also didn't like that idea either now both of those ideas granted were were kind of like toilet centric so I might have to get off of that theme but you know perhaps a gift card would work I think you know at the point in our life right now you know Zach and I've talked about it when you go when you get invited gotta bring something gotta bring something so can't show up empty-handed gotta have one arm extended larger than the other meaning you're trying to give something uh, so we'll see how that goes tonight. But in other news, coming up this this week, as we look to next week, uh, our mom, Paula D, is coming to town. She is coming from the up north. She's coming out here for several days, uh, taking care of a bunch of things, being here for some announcements and stuff we'll talk about in a later episode. Our mom just retired earlier this year. She'd been in the corporate life for about 30-plus years, and I guess that's kind of where I got my start. When I first began my career in the corporate world, you know, seeing her work all those years, like, hey, yeah, that looks pretty, that looks like I can do that. You know, I recognize how you got to talk, how you got to speak, like say words like strategic and deliverables and timetable. And you kind of got half the battle done, right? When you're talking about corporate speak. So long story short, when I first graduated, my life started in the corporate world. And I began at this company, Ford Motor Company, you may have heard of it, maybe not. Yeah, you have. It's in... Detroit, and I worked at their headquarters, and it was cool, but I left to went to go to this other company uh, who's in New York, outside New York, and I don't really want to mention their name because it wasn't the best experience ever in my in my life, but 
some funny stuff happened. I remember probably the really most intense part was I was involved in PR. So you work with newspapers and media outlets and, you know, websites and stuff to get stories out about the company. And we did this awesome video with like Wired Magazine one time. And they came into our design studio and shot a bunch of stuff. And it was great. It showed like how the company was on the cutting edge, et cetera. And I'll not forget it. Um, as soon as that video came out the next morning, the executive called me and started screaming at me at like 7 o'clock a.m. And then he three-wayed in my direct manager and started screaming at me some more because apparently amid the videos that they shot, there was one image of a picture on the wall or a statue, I think it was, that for one second, that could have shown excessive spending by the company. And because there was this image in the clip uh, for one second out of the you know multi-minute long video shot from Wired Magazine or whoever it was, my ass got reamed. And pretty much wasn't cool with that, considering the fact that this guy touched on one broken plant through the forest of good trees to fixate on. And long story short, uh, left that company after a little bit, obviously moved down to Florida, and the rest is history. That had been in the plans for, for Zach and I for what we do currently now. But anyways, long story short... Uh, we're here and it's Saturday and I got a stand-up clip to start with. And sometimes when I get excited, I have to catch myself because I find myself, you know, perhaps, I don't want to say stuttering, but just talking quick and I can miss my words and whatever. So I'm that New York, New York talking fast kind of guy. And sometimes got to slow the heck down. That's Lucy shaking right now and just focus on speaking clearly. Now, why does that matter? Because this first clip, I'm excited to share. I'm a little like worried, like how you guys going to take this. But this is a quote. Uh, this is a stand-up bit on stuttering. It's this comedian Drew Lynch. Not too many folks know about him, but he's at the Laugh Factory and he does this bit on stuttering. This is a real life guy who stutters and is a comedian. Like you're going to see it. It's almost like annoying sometimes because you just want to say, "Dude, just spit it out. Just spit out the words, man. That's just spit them out. You can do it." But you just can't because he obviously has something going on. It's like a legit thing. So without further ado, I'm going to let Drew Lynch take it away. This is stuttering from the Laugh Factory a bit. I have to actually tell everybody, every show that, 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 that I do that I, that I stutter because people will look at me like, does, does he know? <laughs> we, should, we, should, we, should, we should tell him. Um. You'd, be, you'd actually be surprised the number of times people 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 come up and they'll, the, the the after shows and they'll say like oh that's that, that's not your real voice you're just you're you're faking that you're you're putting that on right so lately what I've 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 been doing is just n never mentioning my stutter <laughs> so when someone tells me I do, I, I react like I, like I didn't know. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a guy who came up, he was like, hey, 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 man, you were, you were, you were stuttering up there. I was, I, was, I, was, I was like, what? <laughs> how, how, how bad is it? <laughs> he was he, 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 he was like it's it's it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you know. I, was, I, I, I said this is this is just the worst news. 
It's hard enough be, be, being black. And yeah, and and. The white guy. He was he was he was like he was like he was he was like you're not you're not you're you're not black. I was I was I was like what? How, 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 how bad is it? <laughs> oh, shoot. That's funny. Oh, man. That guy drew lids. And sometimes I just want to be like, dude, just spit it out, you know, when he's doing, these, when he's doing that bit. But it's hilarious. I think the pauses and his, the way that he intonates or whatever is just really, really something. So that's a funny clip. Now, as we move forward on to our next clip, last weekend we were in Disney. Zach and I and our friends, J.D. and Monica and Kelly was there, Zach's wife, and we had an awesome time. And, like, dude, I think the cool thing was is that, you know, Disney makes it a whole theme, adventure, magical land. You forget about the world and you're in the Disney parks, man. It's just super well taken care of. The one thing that, that they talked about that J.D. talked about, he's super big expert on it, props to him, our boy J.D., is that there's a ferry that you have to take to get to Magic Kingdom, a ferry or a monorail. And... The deal is that they want you to do that so that you feel like you're entering their, like, fairyland, right? That you're entering the the Disney experience. You have to go to this place, go to Magic Kingdom. That's where the big castle is, if you've ever seen the castle, to get that whole experience. So the crazy thing is, is that a couple years ago, what happened was, is amid the resorts and stuff that are right on that water, we have to take that ferry, this alligator, like, grabbed this two-year-old baby boy and, like, took it underwater and, like, killed her or whatever, and it... They didn't find it, and just like it, it was nuts, man. It's Florida. There's alligators. It's a big, huge like lake. So that happened, man. And it's funny. We were riding, the, not funny, but we were riding the ferry, and he was like, "Say, this is like where the where it happened, you know." And now they have the water and stuff blocked off and it's fenced off and stuff in some of the resorts. So got it. But amid that time, uh, a new comedian, also new comedian, Drew Lynch was new today, and Sam Morrill today is new. He uh, had a stand-up bit kind of about that. So I'm, gonna let, I'm not going to ruin it. Sam Morrill, he's going to take it away for us. Here we go. I'm the baby that got eaten by the alligator at Disney. Cool we voice. can all agree it's a tragedy. Comedy Central wanted me to say that. I think it's kind of funny. But... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a joke. It's a tragedy. I'm kidding, guys. But No, it's a terrible thing that happened. Sam. I'm going to tell a joke. I'm not just reporting sad fucking news. <laughs> so the baby got eaten by the alligator at Disney. <laughs> Is that where we left off? <laughs> and it's a tragic thing. Uh, and I was like, that's terrible. And then two weeks went by and I was like, all right, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Of course, it's terrible, but let me fucking try. <laughs> Time to tell and, a joke. Is too uh, I went on stage that night at the Comedy Cellar, and I said, I don't mean to come off like a gun nut. I just think if that baby was carrying a weapon, he'd still be with us. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great joke, but it's timely. And there's a woman on the front row, and she just goes, no. <laughs> I was like, well, she's like, you can't joke about that. 
which guarantees I will continue to keep joking about it. <laughs> if you know anything about comedians, that's all we need. <laughs> and she's like, no, you can't. I was like, so I'm like, did you even watch the baby's funeral on TV? Which it wasn't on TV. They don't, <laughs> they don't televise baby funerals, but it is a pilot I'm thinking of pitching. <laughs> Coming this fall to MTV after Teen Mom. Uh, it kind of asked Lois, did you even see the baby's funeral on TV? And she said, no, I guess I haven't seen the baby's funeral on TV. And I said, well, if you did, you would have seen the mother come on through tears and say, see you later, alligator, which... Uh, oh. <laughs> she gets up and walks out. Her husband stays put, which is how you know it's a good joke. <laughs> and there's a part of me that is excited by this because I know I'm the subject of conversation, the car ride home. You know that she's like, he was terrible, and the husband's like, I thought he had some good stuff, you know? <laughs> I thought he was bringing it tonight, you know? So they email the comedy seller, my home club, and, they, and the comedy seller forwards me the email. Ha, 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 with 11 exclamation points. <laughs> I counted, I did count. And I will now read you the best email I ever got in my life. Here's how it opens. Okay, you want blunt? I'll be blunt. <laughs> so you know some bad shit is coming. It's never like, you want blunt? Wonderful evening. Thank you. <laughs> a disgusting person, Sam Morell, took the stage and spent the first few minutes of his act disrespecting the two-year-old child who was murdered by the alligator at Disney. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Murdered is a strange word choice to use here, you know? That makes it sound like the alligator was paid to do it. Then afterwards he went to a pay phone and was like, it's done. <laughs> and then he belched and ran away in a trench coat. <laughs> I have never in my life been so offended and repulsed by someone. I immediately left and stopped to tell your staff why. This is my favorite part. They followed me to make sure my drinks were being paid. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just so wonderfully condescending that she's like, I'm furious. And they're like, mm-hmm, those coronas weren't free. So. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> uh, I should say that the comic before me on this show, a friend of mine, she made like six Holocaust jokes, and this woman wasn't bothered by any of them. She even mentioned them in the email. She's acting like they didn't even happen. I mean, some would call her a denier, but, you know... Uh, Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I would expect all human beings would be offended by a sicko making jokes about a two-year-old baby's tragic death, saying his mother probably said, later, Gator, at his funeral. <laughs> I mean, even in text form, it kind of holds up, you know? It's, <laughs> is it the gift that keeps on giving? Yes, it is. This is a woman who's trying to get me fired over later, Gator. <laughs> a play on words, which to me is a bit of a crock, honestly. It really oh, is. But I... Now, I have posted about this on every social media account I own. She sounds fun. <laughs> I've asked everyone I know to share it. The comedian himself replied to me to say, pretty strong act, huh? I did do that, that is true. If you troll me, I will occasionally troll back. 
I'm hosting a sports show, and I basically got media trained because I think they saw me as a liability. And <laughs> they're worse. But they were reading some tweets. I don't know if you've ever had a gray-haired person read your Twitter. It is enlightening, to say the least. <laughs> One of the tweets they actually read out loud was, uh, someone tweeted at you here, Sam, that uh, your comedy is a waste. And you replied, your father's jizz was a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so you want me to keep doing that or no? <laughs> she ends it by saying, what a complete and utter pathetic excuse for a human. He doesn't deserve to breathe the same air or live on the same planet as that precious little boy's family. He can go fly a kite. <laughs> Which that last part, it always gets me. I would love to fly a kite. It sounds like a pleasant recreational activity. Kite flying. <laughs> She's very tightly wound. She could use a vacation. I'm thinking Disney, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the club is a very good guy. I like him a lot. He emailed this woman and said, We feel bad you had a rough night here. We'd like to make it up to you and maybe comp you and your husband for a night out. And I hope they accept. And I think it'd be a great idea for them to rebook me for the gig. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. They're sitting there like, Finally, we can take our mind off that awful, awful man. <laughs> your first comic coming to the stage, Sam the Gator Morell. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. I just find it timely in the sense that we just went to Disney and that he had this bit about it and everything like that. I just I just find it funny. Uh, but, yeah, dude, that Gator, that was big news. That was, like, you know, national news and everything. And I feel kind of bad because that family, like, I mean, you got to think about it. It's like they have friends, like, so how Disney go? And we're like, oh, well, it's a baby. Or, like, they're the people, you know? And I, you wonder what Disney did or whatever. And I, I don't know, man. I feel bad for those guys. Sam Morrill making light of the situation. Um, but yeah, dude, they're, they're, I guess they, JD was telling us that they, the scuba divers or whatever, went through and found like a crap ton of alligators in that whole lake, which is not shocking. I mean, this is Florida again, but I mean, so yeah, let's just, uh, but it, you know, this interesting because the ferry ride over too, I mean, there's always just, it's when you get in the public, you always see different types of folks, all this kind of stuff. You know, everyone, they had the mask in place. So you had to wear your mask. Disney was like super on it. Like even if it was below the nose, you had to pull it above your nose. Like there was just no exceptions. On the ferry, as you're walking, in the park, of course. Like the only time you didn't have to wear your mask was if you're eating or, or sipping something. Even then it's like, all right, let's make it brief here. But on the ride ferry back, one guy had his mask like completely off and like no one was saying nothing. It was like... You know, if you're going to suffer, let's suffer together here. You know, it's annoying for everybody, but hey, let's contribute to the greater good here. You know, but, and then of course, you know, my sister-in-law was saying stuff about it, like how she was super annoyed about it. And I was like, you want me to go say something? She's like, no, just let it go. And I was like, all right, I could say something. But that gets to the point about public transportation, just how you never know what you're going to, what you're going to run into. And that leads me into our third and final clip of the day by our boy Dave Chappelle talking about public transportation. And I'll let him take it away. I'm scared of public transportation. I was on a bus that was held hostage. 45 minutes. It wasn't life-threatening. I don't want to give you that impression. It was a dude jerking off, but the shit was scary, son. <laughs> it was scary. Uh -huh. was right before it happened, I was on the bus smoking a cigarette. It's a long story. That's not the coolest shit I ever did. 
and people freaked out. <laughs> Sir! Sir, put that goddamn cigarette out, okay? His voice is... Everybody's air, sir. I flicked it. I didn't want any trouble. And just at that moment, coincidentally, this homeless dude, out of nowhere, pulls his dick out. Started beating off. And I was furious. Because nobody said shit to this guy. They were just looking like... I was the only one on the bus that had the balls to say anything to him. And it's not even like I was brave, really. It was that, you know, I was sitting next to the motherfucker. I had to say something. <laughs> Come on, dog, you hit my elbows. Stop. <laughs> Son, stop. That's uh... all I said. I, was, I didn't want to say too much. Guys beating off on the bus means there's something wrong with this motherfucker. He, he's not wrapped so tight. I didn't want to push him over the edge. As soon as I said something, all these dummies on the bus, now they're brave. <sighs> he's right. <laughs> Put your goddamn cock away. I don't want to see this anymore. I don't want to see it either. Yeah! Now the guy flips out. All right, everybody, back up. Back the fuck up. I tried to be nice about this. Now everybody freaks out. Oh my God, it's a biological attack. Oh. I'm caught in the middle. I can't lose my cool. I said, hey, everybody, just calm the fuck down or you're going to get me shot. Uh-huh. So all just be cool. Let's do what this man says so he'll leave us alone. Now everybody gets quiet. is better. <laughs> and then he started walking up and down the aisles, just terrorizing us. <sighs> and then he starts making demands. You in the pink shirt. Squeeze your tits together. <gasps> oh God, no, no. You! Stick your finger in your butt! Why? Oh God, why is this happening? Oh God, oh God. He was working my way. Shit was tight. Just that minute. I got saved, dudes. I was so lucky. This guy at the other end of the bus, he snapped. He lost his mind. I seen it happen. Ah! He screamed out, rush him! He can't come on all of us and charge him out. And it was like a movie. This homeless dude seen him coming and shot one off. Ah! <laughs> I dodged that shit like the Matrix. Niggas, oh, oh. <laughs> the guy behind me wasn't so lucky, y'all. No! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that shit was gross. It didn't kill him, but it was... I'm sure that fucked his day up. <laughs> You're not going to have a normal day if the homeless dude busts a nun on your forehead at 8.30 in the morning. That's a wrap on the rest of the day. Ah! <laughs> this guy was freaking out. It burns! Oh! 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 <laughs> Everyone was standing around looking at him. Even the homeless dude felt bad. <laughs> 
I guess he was finished. He came back to his senses. Oh, this is my stop. I said, relax, motherfucker. I had to say something. Relax. Oh, I can't. I got AIDS. I know it. I said, you can't get AIDS from a homeless dude busting a knot on your forehead. That's not how it spreads. I don't even know if that's just true. That's just what I told him, man. The, he was so scared I had to say something. Oh, man, that's Dave Chappelle for you. So, uh, hey, Dave Chappelle's just always funny. It's always funny to get clips from him. We talk about the chicken thing and just a bunch of stuff from Dave Chappelle. But just super funny, amazing bits, hilarious. Obviously, this is a joke, and it wasn't anything serious, but just makes fat, makes light of the fact of, like, you never know what's going to happen on public transportation. But Dave Chappelle is just hilarious. And... It's just, I love his stuff. He had a little exodus away from the scene for a bit, and then he came back a little bit, did some Netflix stuff, got paid a bunch of money. But he's just, whenever I hear his clips, and like I'll scroll his stuff on Instagram, like be searching through, searching through, and you just find these comedy clips and see this Dave Chappelle stuff, and just, it's hilarious. And it is just, he does such a good job. Like all these guys, too, with their timing, their delivery, it's just amazing. So, Hey, with that being said, we got what well, we got later on today. I talked about we got a little housewarming party. Got to figure out a gift for that. You know, I always love to bake these cinnamon rolls. I go to Whole Foods. I get these like organic cinnamon rolls, so they're healthy-ish. And I got to check and see if they're vegan for uh, Nikki and Lib. But uh, I got to make those. Let's take about twenty minutes in the oven, put some frosting on there, and let it rip. And that's a good that'll get a gift card. Hopefully that works out really well. But hey, everybody, my mom's coming to town. Maybe we'll get her to say, "Hey, hey, Ma, can you put that on the pole?" Like, uh, like a. Uh, like with Jamie, when he does it, with Joe Rogan, he's like, hey, hey, Jamie, can you pull, hey, Ma, can you put that pole, please? No, nah, I never, but I am so looking forward to my mom coming in, and she told me not to stock up on a bunch of meals and foods and stuff that I would usually meal prep, because she said she wants to, you know, do it away, which I appreciate, I love my mom's cooking, it is absolutely phenomenal, so I couldn't look forward to that more, having her here, she's doing some other stuff while she's down here, got... Some more news coming up as we get closer to that time next couple weeks. Look forward to sharing with you. But, hey, listen, this has been another episode of Stand Up Saturday, all right? Now, what do you got to think in your head? This is what you got to think in your head. You got to find us, you know, on uh, Instagram. No days off. You got to make sure you click the subscribe subscribe button. Subscribe. Subscribe. Stutter. Subscribe. Five-star review. Do it up, man. Do it up. You know? Thanks for hanging out. Have a great rest of your Saturday. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Y'all take care. I kid you not, man. I was seven years old. My dad took me to this guy. These guys were in concert when they came out to Buffalo or prom, dude. For real. Best part. Oh, yeah. Rusted roots send me on my way. I'm sending y'all on your way. Peace out. Catch you next week. See ya.